Hey, it's your host, April. This show, The High Guide, talks about altered states of consciousness brought on by cannabis and psychedelics and is intended for audiences 21 and over. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like what you hear, please leave us a rating, a review, or a heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, I'm not a medical professional. If you are experiencing any mental or physical health concerns, please seek a licensed medical professional. Welcome to Psyched Audio, presented by The High Guide. I'm your host, April Pride, and today we are integrating, which according to California Center for Psychedelic Therapy, integration is the synthesis of the mind and body following the experience of a non-ordinary state of consciousness prompted by the ingestion of psychedelics. Integration is the process of exploring and sharing challenges and insights that arise during a psychedelic journey. Today's integration is following our previous episode titled Journey 3, Trust the Trip, Trust Yourself. In this audio, we're checking in with both the audio composer, Andy Reichel, and a psychonaut who will share the intentions that drove his set and setting to take in the audio journey after consuming psilocybin. But before we meet today's guests, let's take a moment with the purpose of this audio journey, learning to trust yourself. So many of us make decisions to avoid the really big, really disruptive decisions, because why? We don't think we can navigate the consequences, or we want to spare others from having to. Enough of those, and life is just one big hedge. Interpsychedelics. What if we can use our time in altered consciousness to muster the courage to alter the course of our life? Spoiler alert. You won't be the first to try to find yourself by tripping. Let's start the conversation with the audio composer for last week's episode, Andy Reichel. Andy creates music under the name Gel Soul and with the Seattle-based collective Monster Planet. I'm primarily an improvisational artist, so you have to have a certain level of trust in yourself uh, because you're making everything up on the fly. That doesn't mean he doesn't revisit his creative choices, particularly when he's composing a soundtrack for someone's trip. I wanted to have some serious material on there, but I didn't want it to be like, I didn't want to kill anyone's buzz. You know what I mean? I guess that was one of my main main concerns when I started this thing. I'm like, am I going to freak someone out? <laughs> Funnily enough, Andy did briefly concern our psychonaut, who was dutifully preparing for his time with Andy's audio while under the influence. Let's meet this week's psychonaut, Colton Winger, who, as the founder of Cuneiform, is an athlete and creative entrepreneur. He is also an experienced consumer of psychedelics. I've been practicing regularly with a shaman over probably the past four years. I totally like played around and listened to the audio prior to the experience. And when I was listening to it, I was like, oh gosh, this seems like kind of intense. Like I was hoping it was going to be more like, uh, you know, upbeat, uplifting. But what was very interesting is when I, when I was um, actually engaging in the audio in the ritual, it totally was not like heavy or scary or like as dense as I viewed it when I was engaging with it, not um, under the influence of the medicine. Let's take a moment and consider this. Why do we choose to be fearful of what's to come when embarking upon a trip rather than 
giddy with excitement as we consider the magic that is surely about to unfold. There's definitely a metaphor here. <laughs> Andy Reichel describes how this anticipation plays out for him. So I always find uh, when I take psychedelics, that first 20 minutes to an hour is nerve wracking. I don't enjoy it. I'm nervous. My hands get clammy. Um, but the one thing that I always feel, and this is probably, um, you know, personal to me, but I always feel like, uh, things are vibrating around me, whether it be like a slow vibration or a shimmering vibration. So I was trying to convey this sort of, um, yeah, these waves of intensity, uh, throughout the piece because, the, the first 20 minutes gets a little stressful and then it all sort of, I write a lot of stuff that uh, oscillates the sounds. So it'll be a wave moving slower, sh you know, fast shimmering ones. But I, I always, you know, when I'm tripping, I always feel that kind of vibrations around my head. Okay. Let's revisit the name of the audio journey. Trust the trip, trust yourself. Again, why do we call on our fears to mark an unknown experience before us? Why does Andy's body exhibit fear-based responses in anticipation of what's next, when at the same time he's also vibrating, the fear of the unknown is so powerful that although we recognize that we're experiencing pleasure in the present, the what if this goes off the rails, scariness can preempt us from enjoying our high vibes. I wanted to create like an authentic psychedelic experience where you, you don't really know what's going on, but, but you enjoy it. One surefire way to enjoy even the scary moment of a trip is to work with a facilitator, or as we like to call them, high guides. Sometimes a high guide is your sober friend who's high on life and tasked with talking you through moments when your mind is playing tricks on you. But more and more trained professionals are being enlisted to make the most out of our psychedelic experiences. I know many who've benefited from working with a guide or facilitator, and I respect the support and insight that they offer. So I've asked Natasha Lannard to integrate with Colton. I've been in the psychedelics community for many years, both as a student and as a space holder. Um, I've been studying with my mentor for over three years and have been very active holding space in medicine ceremonies as well as um, psychedelic breath ceremonies through the use of holotropy. I worked through and got through a lot of the trauma that I experienced in my life through the use of these methods. And because of that, I'm in service to this work. Colton shares with Natasha how he prepared for his time with Psyched Audio, journey number three. I haven't been able to do any psychedelic work in my new home. So that was kind of something that I was like really excited for. And um, because this work is so important to me. Um, and my new home is like a big, it's kind of a big deal for me. I put a lot of like love and energy into it. So it was like this awesome sort of like, I've arrived, you know, um, <laughs> moment, which was really fun. Knowing that I was going into uh, this specific ceremonial space, I I made a decision on where I wanted to hold space for this. And um, that happened to be in my bedroom because um, I am a forever quick moving, quick talking, always working individual. And so um, one big part of that is like slowing down, resting, sleeping. Where you choose to play out your journey deserves much consideration. The concept set and setting was first applied to psychedelic experiences in 1964 
and remains relevant today. Set or mindset refers to your inner world, emotional health, current mood, belief systems, and any internal struggles one may be dealing with. Setting relates to external factors that may influence you, such as people in place. Also, the medicine you choose and dose certainly account for setting. I decided on like a social um, dose of about like a gram of Golden Teacher. So in all of my previous um, psilocybin experiences, it's either been like microdosing on the regular or it's been like a shamanic dose in ceremony, but I've never had anything in between. And so um, I had no idea what to expect. What should Colton expect? As he mentioned, his one gram dose is characterized as a social or low dose, which is half a gram, 500 milligrams to two grams. And with a low dose, you'll start to feel some psychedelic effects, such as slight changes in visual perception, where colors appear enhanced, a slight body high, feeling giddy, a bit euphoric. The strain he chose, Golden Teacher, also known as Golden Emperor, the potency of this is mild with expected effects such as visual distortions, enhanced colors, lightness, giddiness, euphoria, and finding yourself spiritually in tune. For more information on Golden Teacher and other Cubanist strains, please drop a message to the email in the show notes for a menu. I was sort of expecting like, I might not get what I normally get out of this medicine in this in this um, slightly different container that I've created. And um I was totally wrong. It was like, it was like unbelievably perfect. Note, dear listeners, that for the second time, our psychonaut gravitated toward a less than satisfying prediction for his journey. And for a second time, he not only found his fear-based conclusions proved false, he also had a psychedelic journey that proved fruitful, even though key elements were unfamiliar. I'm going to beat the hell out of this metaphor. (laughs) Maybe it'll get through to all of us. Ultimately, your selection of medicine and the dose should support the intention you set for yourself and your trip. Because I um, play a lot in the shamanic um, world with my my healer and other healers, <clears throat> I'm very big on like my intention setting from the very beginning of setting this intention for this ritual and sort of um, partaking in the medicine and, and lying down and um, just sort of surrendering to the experience was so perfect because it very quickly allowed me to internally ask these questions that I had been grappling with for um, the larger part of a whole year. Maybe not an hour, probably like 30 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm ready to um, integrate the sound um, portion of this ritual And the moment that I started that, it was like this perfect vehicle for surrendering. Like I was able to just sort of like let go of the driver's wheel, the wheel, and just let the music sort of take me along. And I just sort of followed that um, through my thought pattern. Um, In the beginning with the audio, it was um, a little more like low beat um, and sort of like, grounding and like space holding, which is really awesome and interesting. I felt so supported by the experience when I was moving through my internal um, dialogue and this dialogue with the medicine. 
Um, and following along, sort of like surrendering, surrendering to the audio, um, being this vehicle of a guide and the chain, the very, um, the very clear change from one grouping of instruments or grouping of sound to another was very, very like to the millisecond spot on to the like exact um, like internal change or conclusion or like answer that I was exploring in this like di- like internal dialogue with the medicine. I sort of was having this internal dialogue of like, okay, what like your you have held so much space for yourself um, over the year through this lens of self love. Like, is what else do you need to see? You know, like what 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 are we what are we missing here? Um, and one of the biggest things that came up was I'm scared to lose control. And so when I started asking the question of um, why do I feel like I need control, and um, the answer that came up was like because if I don't have control, I don't know who I am. Like, and then I asked the question like why is that? And a lot of what was coming up was um, just childhood childhood trauma. Um, experiences. So I grew up in a household with, as I mentioned, like a lot of like drug and alcohol addicts, a lot of death. My mom, my dad passed away when I was 10. My mom was a single mom of four that was narcoleptic. We lived on top of a mountain. She worked two hours away. We pretty much lived this Huckleberry Finn, like living with wolves lifestyle. And as fun as that was when I was a kid, in my adulthood, I really realized that like, I really lacked like structure and checking in and um, conversations about like how I'm feeling and that sort of thing. And so me in my adulthood, I'm like, okay, I have to control things. Otherwise, if I don't, if I don't, if I don't control all of the things that are sitting in front, in front of me and all of the experiences that I'm, that I'm engaging in, then I don't know who I am. Like I feel like lost and scared because at that point, I'm surrendering to an experience that someone else might be holding space for. I think uh, one of the things that I work a lot with the different clients that I have, especially people that are heady humans, right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is around like the access, right? So like the access of control versus safety. Mm -hmm. How do you build more safety to stop clinging so tightly to that pole of control? It's very easy to compare ourselves to like one another in life. I feel like I just don't get life. I just don't understand life, you know? And a lot of that, um, it really truly comes down to, I am not checking in with myself on a regular basis of what do I need? Like, what do I need to feel safe? And that could be something very simple as like, I need food to feel safe right now, or I need financial security, or I need love security right now. So okay, well, what version of love security is that? Is it friendship? Is it partnership? Is it family? And the more you feel safe within yourself, the easier it's going to be to feel safe in the world, to feel safe with other people, to feel safe venturing out. And so when you think about like what it means to come home, it's coming home to all those parts of yourself and feeling safe in doing that. And then the other thing that came up was 
I started having these visions of these Russian dolls. And I was like, oh my God, I'm the one that's hiding in this Russian doll. And um, I then was asking like, well, what does that, like, why is that? And um, the things that came up were like, I'm scared to show my true self. Um, True self being like living in the moment from deep with deep internal compass. So what I found really interesting, I'm a huge like Jungian, like subconscious symbols, all of that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you were describing the doll, have you ever kind of explored more the fact that those dolls, those dolls that you're seeing are versions of yourself and we stack them together because the soul is yearning for wholeness. But in order to be whole, we have to acknowledge all of these different parts of ourselves. But it also could very well be that part of yourself that's witnessing the broader picture of who you are, realizing that there's all of these parts and they're all trying to come back home Mm -hmm. together. Thank you so much for offering a different perspective on that, because I'm struggling with this sort of like self-identity crisis. Like I feel so honored to be able to have this conversation with you because just by you saying that um, uh, gives me so much peace in being compassionate with myself, knowing that we are multifaceted, complex humans. We don't need to figure out what our one version of ourselves is. Let's follow Colton's example of gratitude for finding a simple answer to making sense of the complicated versions of ourselves and responding with compassion for what's arguably true rather than seeking to fix our inconvenient truths. Thanks for listening to this episode of The High Guide. And a big thanks to Patchworks, The High Guide's partner in presenting this audio series, Psyched Audio, to you. Patchworks is where electronic music makers of all levels of experience go shopping. Patchworks has a simple mission to connect people with joy through electronic music. And the high guide aims to do the same with psychedelics. Put them together and what have you got? Psyched Audio. Tune in every Friday for a new episode alternating between a guided psychedelic audio journey and its follow-up integration. Subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And we don't just give good ear here at The High Guide. Find us on Instagram at thehigh.guide. Find more advice from our high guides online at our website, thehigh.guide. And make sure to sign up for our newsletter to learn about our favorite products to guide your high. I'm April Pride. I'm your host here at The High Guide, and we'll see you next week.